What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is brought to you by Ease. Ease Ease.com. Your first purchase, and I'm getting a lot of this, people are taking advantage of it. $20 off. Promo code HAM. Over 50 bucks. Free delivery. E-A-Z-E dot com. Promo code HAM. Tell other people to use the promo code. Help out your friends. <laughs> well, that's what makes, like, the Kaleche Osemele thing interesting, right? In that he wasn't as... He's not viewed as the same guy last year by the Raiders. Part of that was, John, uh, like you like you alluded to, they thought he shouldn't have missed five games when he missed five games. The report is he's going to get traded to the Jets. Uh, and there goes his $10 bucks. One of the highest-played guards in the league. But you're still going to need a guard. Now, I understand, like, you, you're going to have to – your Antonio money's got to come from somewhere, even though they got money. Should a guard be one of your highest-paid players? I'm okay if you don't feel like it needs, it needs to well, be. Well, this is my argument last year. Like, when the Khalil thing got weird, fucking get rid of Kalechi. To me, Colette, guards are really easy. Like I, the, I, That is the I, irony I, here, right? <laughs> it's like the, Khalil, yeah, like, we don't want Khalil here. Antonio's doing the same thing to a higher degree on somebody else's team, and you want him. Guy, that's where, like, the the elephant in the the Khalil elephant in the room, to me, it's still hard to shake. And these moves, to me, are still connected to that. Well, Ty, Ty, like, Ty, Tyron Matthew agrees. That, what did he say? Tyron Matthew's like, still miss Khalil Mack, though, or something like that today. <laughs> well, because, again, they, you could have just got rid of Kalechi last year. That's why, remember, you and I were talking about this a couple years ago, like, it's hard to build a team when you have the two highest-paid guards in the league and the highest-paid center. You were saying that from the first day that like that offensive line got really expensive. Because it's the first thing people say. Because Derek hadn't been paid yet. Amari was going to need to get paid. Khalil was going to need to get paid. They paid Gabe Jackson first. And I like Gabe. And I get it. They drafted him. And I, fuck, keep Gabe. But you got to let Kelechi go. You can't. The first thing you learn, like NFL 101, is like you can't fall head over heels for a guard or a center. Or you got to pick a couple of them. You can't if all three are great. One of them's probably got to go. Gruden just cleaning up Reggie's mess, John. <laughs> you know, I I think that was a huge mistake is not relieving Kalechi of his duties last year. And then to me, guy, he had a bad year. He's banged up. Like, hey, John, you fucking punted on the season week one, 
Sorry if he didn't give you everything he had middle of the season through some injuries. To me, shitting on him on the way out now, again, Gelkin, he just knows what they're thinking. Do they really want that out? I, I don't know. Gelkin, so Michael Gelkin tweeted, some in the organization believe he should have missed fewer than five games. Like, is that necessary? Like, if you're the Raiders to necessary. me, not I mean, want none, that out. None of it's necessary, no. It's not, not, yeah, I mean, what are we even talking about here? Is it, what's the point <laughs> is of this, any of this? Where are we? <laughs> what is this? Who are? But who I, am I? I just think a guy, it'd be one thing if it was like, yeah, they signed this random guard and just kind of he traded him on the way out. Guy, his first two years, he was like one of the best signings in the league. Two yeah. fucking Pro Bowls, he was a badass. I know. And I, then to kind of shit on him after one bad year, and I get he wasn't Gruden's guy, but... I, I thought that was kind of like well, I, John. I'm torn because I do think like we've talked offensive line play. Like that was a big topic last year, and Kalechi being hurt or not being as good or whatever. Like obviously the Jets believe he can get back to being the player he was the year before, and I wouldn't be surprised if he can. But protecting Derek is kind of a key to this whole thing. Now that said, I'm well. I got why well, I think he, to me, guy, he was traded just because it's a historic amount of money out yeah, there. Like, so some of these teams. Uh, fundamentally, I'm okay trading a guard that's going to make ten and twelve million dollars the next two years. So I think it was an e- I think it was an easy deal for both teams. Like I, I just I, where, you do have to find a, but John, you do have to find a guard to protect Derek Carr. Well, they just they just signed the guy. They extended him that was uh, that filled in for Kalechi last year. They kind of liked. They gave him a couple million bucks, so he he probably do that. And you maybe draft a guy in the mid rounds and you let him compete to win it. And you got Gabe and Rodney. To me, the problem is, and the elephant in the room on the Raiders. Is are their two tackles good? Because <laughs> if yeah. their two tackles are terrible, they they got problems. I, I think you're going to see more Kalechi types. Because to me, Kalechi was like two years two years away from being. I think the way Justin Houston was viewed. If it was two years ago, with all this money, uh, someone would have traded for Justin Houston. But it was like uh, Justin Houston just shot. I think Kalechi's still one year away from. Maybe he still got one good year left in him. And, and the then Jets. You, you cut him after that year. Yeah, it, well, then he wouldn't be tradable at that number. Like Justin Houston right now at his age is not tradable. And I, I a couple years ago, on a different number scale, but remember Anquan Bolden was making $8 million. And There wasn't as much free agent money. And the Niners just got him for like a six-round pick. Well, he was in Africa. Can, was he in Africa when they traded for him? I think so, yeah. But part of the reason... He, he was not. He was on the block. He was not on the block right, because right. And he was better than Kalechi. Like he was still playing at a high level. It was just we can't afford to pay you. And I think you're going to see a lot of that in the next couple of days, with just even lower end guys, four or five million dollar guys. The teams up against it are just trying to move off of. Because again, what you make in a salary cap league? Why are you counting their money? I don't know because all of their money adds up to a final amount that I can pay my team, and I'm a fan of Team X, so yeah, I count their money. I mean, yeah, it, this isn't like your neighbor that you're going to knock on his door and like ask him how much money he makes, yeah, it, and then tell the neighborhood. Well, one problem, I <laughs> like, get, I'm I, sorry, I, this is a sport where like the fans get to have opinions about how much you make. Like, it sucks, but that's Kyrie. Like, with somebody say like Kyrie's got 13 million dollars in endorsement, you don't get to complain about. The cameras, if the camera, you know, you you doesn't mean like people just be disrespectful for you, put cameras in your face at all times, but like you don't like James Dolan, you don't get the you kicking people out for asking you to sell the team, like guys, like, you don't uh, understand and, this business. My, I, I, where I get really angry, guy, and I think a lot of times the media when they freak out, like hey guys, I think you're a little out of touch. That like if I'm a fan, let's just say I'm a diehard Niner fan, let's use Raider fan for this example, so I don't make people mad. 
Uh, let's say I'm a diehard. Let's just use a random team, a Texans fan. I don't let's, go to no, any games. Let's say you're a Titans fan, John. Titans Twitter. I don't. I, I don't go to any Titans games, but I watch every minute of every game, preseason included. My time is money. Like the which in the NFL would tell you, I'm I want your time more than I want you to come to a game. Like your your television rating to me means more than your ass in a seat, unless you're buying a suite. But as long as you're buying the games and going to my team's website, like these fans, and this is why the NFL is so big, they spend so much time. And the time equals all the money. And most of these media people, they're so bad at business, they never understand that. And it feels like the the casual fan that gets mad, like, I think Antonio Brown kind of fucked my team with the Steelers. The media's like, that guy, you're a loser for thinking that. Let the player be. Like, no, he can think that. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. The, 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 you need the fans to be passionate almost irrationally for them to spend almost irrationally. Right? Because the, the amount of money that you spend. And the media needs them too. Well, that's what I'm saying. The amount of money that you spend for all this stuff is irrational. Like, like hey, uh, you, uh, you need them to have the subscription to The Athletic. You need them to subscribe to whatever it is that you're selling. Like, you need them to care about the thing. Or else they won't well, that, spend the money on it. Like that's, that's why where kids, I think back that's why babies are cute, John, because they're a lot of work, but they need the parents to invest in them. So you got to love them. They got to make you love them. The teams, like, like I don't expect you to be rational. Just like I don't expect you to be rational about your kid. Well, guy, your premise of what was your statement about the game? It's, is it good for the game? Yeah, like we we never talk about what's good for the sport, like in the context of what players are doing and what teams are doing from a money standpoint. We do from like an we talk about it with like the commissioners and like the pace of play and all that stuff, but yeah, that was the point. Yeah, and I I, I think the more and more like the the NBA has clearly has a problem with this right now. Right, there are players like the one thing the NFL this as long as if twenty five players attempted to do this, Antonio Brown tomorrow, it would be a major problem because why it would turn off the customer. Well. The- you don't have to go to a game to be a customer. Like I said, you are more valuable on your couch. You well, really are, guy. Well, that's why some teams are trying to change things, John. The uh, the Giants and the Angels are among the teams going to digital-only tickets. Like, you have to have the team app, scan the ticket. You cannot print tickets at home anymore. Uh, now, you can go to the box office and they'll print a ticket for you. But the point is, like, What's the, I don't get the. I point. want you to have my app on your phone, and I want you to open the app. And when you open the app to pay for the ticket, you're also going to see the special that's at the dugout store, and you're going to see that the cha cha bowls are just around the corner from you. And it's just it's engagement. It's what it's what you were saying. It's time. Well, it's getting what, people to spend time on your platform. What if I don't have a phone? Then you can go to the box office, and they'll print you the ticket. Okay. Well, are fans mad about that? No, I I don't know. The Giants and the Angels were the only two teams. To I don't know. They're the only two. I just saw the Angels are doing it, and then I saw Shulman said the Giants are doing it too. Yeah, it makes sense. Do you have a phone? Yeah, I do. I mean, that's that's a good idea. It's a good business idea. It's, yeah, it's I, good I also, business. What I also think, like, I, I'm sorry, getting rid of Coletio Semley's like player empowerment. Did Coletti get screwed? What if he wanted to play for the Raiders still? No, the Raiders made a good decision. Everyone's like, see you later, Coletti. You know, they, my problem with the player empowerment with fan, they pick and choose. If it's not their guy, they're like, he's getting screwed. The moment it happens to their team, they're like, fuck that guy. Well, I feel like it's media that goes player empowerment more than fans. Well, but the media then gets because they do it because they get a select amount of people 
they give them attaboys. Oh, and, exactly. So they, yeah, that's yeah. why. But they usually do the it. attaboys come from other media members. Well, that originally, but uh, or initially, but I also think they get a segment of their followers that agree and they think it's right. When I think the majority of the people and the majority of sports fans are as crazy as it sounds are not on Twitter. Uh, think that like player and they're not for it. Why? Because most humans are not empowered. Most people are kind of at the behest of their employer and doesn't relate to that. And I, I, I try to consciously think of that because I talk to random sports fans, you just try to keep a beat on the people. They often do not think like the go-to media member that's tweeting about it. Well, they just here, don't. you know, great example, John, I was stuck extra two hours in the airport in Seattle on Saturday night. And I'm just sitting down at like a counter where I've got, a couple, I've got my computer and my iPad set up, and the guy sitting next to me is trying to watch a basketball game on his cell phone. Like, And I said, hey, I'm streaming the game right here. You can just watch it with me on the on the iPad because the iPad's a bigger screen. It was the UW. You guys were watching the same game? Yeah, it was the UW-Oregon game. I was like, just watch it. Just here. Just watch this one. You can put your save your battery or whatever. So we're talking, whatever. It turns out he's a big Oregon Ducks fan. I said, oh, are you going to the game? Are you going to the Auburn football game? He's like, well, I don't know. Tickets, you know, tickets I think are going to be like 150 bucks. It's pretty pricey, that plus hotel. I think if you told a, a media member tickets to that game are 150 bucks, they'd be like, ah, not, it's, not, it's pretty good for a big game. But $150 to people before you consider, maybe I got to buy another ticket, I got to buy the hotel, I got to buy the plane. $150 for a ticket is a lot of money. I think, and majority, I think we gloss I think the majority over, of the we, media members would 100% think that's cheap. Yeah, and we and we all part of it is like there have been plenty of big games where tickets are 150 bucks and they sell out. So maybe they don't need that guy's money; they'll get somebody else's 150, whatever. But but that's not is, your point. Yeah, that's not your point. No, it's the a, point is a lot for that diehard people. A ma- yeah, a majority of people have to make a big decision about whether they're going to spend 150 on a ticket. And guess what? I'm with them. Like. If we really honest about this, because I told the guy what you and I were talking about. When I go to a game as a fan, I'm like, holy shit, this is, you have to like this. This is hard. For a media member, you can go to a game that you don't really want to go to, but it's easy to go to it because you got to pass for this, you got to pass for that, and the food's seven bucks or it's free or whatever. But being a fan, like, takes it's investment. It's expensive, bro. Emotional and financial investment. Well, and well, you're just not going to get people. You will never, ever get people. Freaking out about some guy who's only making ten million because his boss is making a hundred. Like, well, yeah, they're both making more than me. So, who do you want me to cry for? I also think one issue right now, and this is not a shit on the media topic, but for the media on this topic, because I feel they are very, very out of touch with this, is that most people that if you're listening to this that you follow, the the average media member you follow is making six figures plus, and a lot of the big ones are clearly making huge cash. I'm not even talking about like. Stephen A. and the Schefter's making millions. I'm just saying the average media member you follow probably makes between 150 and 200,000. So even just the money that they have. Um, I don't know about local. I, yeah, I, I mean, maybe some newspaper writers. Yeah, I maybe 150, maybe 200 a little. I, I think they're making six figures. I think a lot of the bigger, like the main media guy for your team is usually making decent cash. Yeah, he's not making nothing. No, no, he's making. There's a reason you're doing it. Now I'm not even saying like, I I actually always think the one thing I I like about our media is like the Mayokos, the Tims, Tims aggressive on Twitter. But when you're around him, like you have normal, like he knows, he gets this. I think a lot of media members are so extreme, and they've they've lost touch with. 150 guy. Let's even say just a random game. Like I don't even know who the Warriors' next game is. 
you can get in maybe for like $90, $80, let's say. I don't even know if you can, but let's just say something. Like that's a lot of money to someone. If you got to buy, you're not going to go by yourself. You're going to take your kid. You're going to take your girlfriend. Then you got to pay for parking. And then I experienced a couple weeks ago at the Kings game. Every You want to get a drink, two, well, two drinks for the both of you. You're at 40. You know, it's just a lot of money. And, I, and, I, and this is what I think. I don't think people judge Antonio that harshly because he's good enough. So at the end of the day, people go, well, he's a fucking superstar. So people get it. But I, I think they do have a problem when – and he's kind of won and he's done things in big games. Like Anthony Davis, you're bitching and moaning. You're a great player. You've won five fucking playoff games. And you're sitting in front of me calling yourself a CEO. Like I, I'm sorry. The, the, the casual sports fan is disgusted by that. <laughs> and that's where I think the media is a little out of touch with that. Like They, they think it's a joke. And I got news for you. I think a lot of people in the leagues think it's a joke. Coaches, players, yeah. like, yeah. They, they just, like, uh, the, what do you think the NFL as a whole thinks of Antonio Brown right now? I don't have a problem with him, really. I actually learned to enjoy him. I, I think like there's a number of players on. that are probably watching and going like, oh, my God, he pulled it off. Like, that's, oh, I can't believe he pulled it off. But I couldn't pull that off, right? Like, I think that's. Well, I also think this, like, it would take the one thing he did, too, that took it to another level that. It takes balls slash, like, you could end your career, like, shitting on a quarterback. Right? I mean, he d- eviscerated Ben. He picked now, what, the right guy, if, but he was playing with the right guy. Yeah. Like, what, what if you're like, well, what's my, uh, can't guard me, Mike Thomas, who's like, looks really excited. And the, what's he going to do? Shit on Drew Brees? <laughs> you know? What's he going to do? Take a dump on Sean Payton's reputation? Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 